Hey guys, it's Cammy and it's Amanda and we're basically basic. You guys, it is episode three of season three and episode thirty and episode thirty. Oh wow, that's like a that's a moment. This is a moment, and I'm excited because this is gonna be a really wonderful episode. But I'm not gonna go there yet. Don't go there yet because first I want to talk about last week's episode. We were a hot mess. We were well. Okay, here's here's my thoughts. I was on the phone with a friend this morning driving down to do this podcast. And my friend... Shout out, Mateo. Hey, Mateo. He was like, that was my favorite episode. And this is what I said. I said, if you know me and Amanda and Tyler and Steven, like, well, then it probably was your favorite episode because you could just picture the mass chaos that was ensuing. But if you are a listener who's never met us, you probably (laughs) were like, what is actually happening? You're like, I can't even keep up. And next. No. So we're going to do... We'll do another one with our husbands because if you... I listened and if you get to, like, minute 30... If you can get, get past the, the first, first thirty minutes half of, chaos, of the episode, yeah, <laughs> it is like gold. It is. There it's are really some good. wise, wise men, and it was just sweet to have them sitting down talking about all the things. So we will definitely do a part two. But we recorded that episode, as you could clearly tell, before you even had your baby. Yeah, in May. No, yeah, I think I think no, because you were about to pop, so it was probably like oh, June. Duh, you're right. Because I think that was That's the last time I, I saw out. you. You just blacked out. Yeah, That's fine. <laughs> that was the last time I saw you before you had George. Oh, that's right. And now sweet little George is in the other room with my mom. Sweet Patty. Who's living her best little adopted grandma life right now. Shout out to Patty right now. Hey, mom, love you. You do what you gotta do. You pass that baby off. We're, you know, in the thick of it. It is September, almost October. It still feels like it's straight up July, August. Basic season, though. This is the most basic season of all time, except for the fact that Texas has not gotten the memo. And two days ago, it was literally 98 degrees, and I was dripping sweat, and I was actually, like, angry. Yeah, no, for real. I'm Jesus bring the cool so yeah some of you who listen from random places that are cold can you just pray that blessing yes, over our sweet speak state as we receive it also this we receive episode might be a little bit prophetic because it's episode 30 and I didn't think about this but this will be my 30th birthday this weekend I mean you're right Jesus happy birthday you? Amanda <laughs> okay actually guys this week when we release this podcast it will already have will it already have been your birthday no no, no. Your birthday will be, we're releasing it this next Wednesday, so your birthday will be in three days. Two days. Two. We release it on the 3rd, and my birthday's Friday the 5th. It's, you know what? Those are small details. It's, it's a detail. We're fine. It doesn't matter. Regardless, <laughs> what I need from you is for you guys to send Amanda an encouraging word, and Aww, tell her how much you love her, and tell her how much so you value sweet. her, and Amanda, I'm so thankful you've been alive for 30 years. Thanks, girl. And I've gotten to do life with you for like a, a third of your life, at least. At more least, than a third. More than a third. Almost half. What? No, half. You're what? probably 15. Oh, easily. I bet I was 15. Half of our life, we've been besties. <gasps> Wait, that's really sweet. Aww. Having a moment. <laughs> that's so precious. And our guest is just sitting here like, what's happening? So let's just officially welcome her yes, on. Yes, let's do it. Um, Amanda, she is I'm so more your person than my person, although I'm trying to steal her from you because I'm kind of obsessed with her. So maybe by the end of this episode, she'll be more my person. Yes, we but can please, share, for sure. Give us the correct intro for our yes. friend here. Okay, so guys, I am so excited. I've been trying to get... This lady on our podcast for a while, we met when I, when Tyler and I found our church home that we now attend, the House Fort Worth, and this is my pastor and dear friend, Lindsay Berteau. Hello! She's the best, and I just cannot wait to get started, but first, we need to know, what are you drinking from Starbucks? Okay, wait, but first, oh, she's oh, like, no, yes. let me tell Girl, you. She's like, this, this is, she's yeah. like, I'm talking in yeah, third person. Yeah, those tables. Okay, first, first, 
I want to say thank you for letting me be on Aww. this. I feel like I'm on a celebrity's podcast. Oh. Wow. Like, legit, when you were like, hey, will you be on it? I was like, are you kidding? Um, If you're not basically basic, who are you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I feel so loved. I'm no, so loved. I'm so for real. Thank you. Y'all are amazing. Listen, listeners, in case you don't know, Aww. these two women are the real deal. You're okay, so They're super legit in every way, and they have amazing husbands who support yes, and make this this thing happen it's a joint thing this but I love true. you both y'all are amazing oh, okay so that best. was 1a if you want to say that first we always welcome that that was great if you're ever gonna interrupt to compliment please <laughs> yes yes if, if there's ever gonna be a time it's words of ass so yeah okay good great okay love one is filling up. yes oh yay yeah. point b is okay my drink I I've wanted to order something like super manly and burly and be like yes. I'm gonna throw them off their game <laughs> uh, but I got a vanilla ice latte with, with almond milk you know what almond who needs milk. dairy we're waiting for almond milk to sponsor us honestly I know wait because, are y'all almond milk well oh it's a thing it's let a me thing. just share the history of this we talked about this last episode well no no two not episodes. last episode yeah so Amanda's always been almond milk through and through and yeah. I was like no to almond milk because I just feel like anytime I would get a drink with almond milk, it would only taste like almond milk, and I did not oh, like that. Oh, gotcha. But I took some time off dairy, because you're right, who needs dairy? <laughs> we took a break. Me and dairy took a break. Broke up. I said, hey, we're probably going to get back together at some point, but for now, let's just pretend like we hate each other, because it's going to be better for my heart and soul. And I started drinking almond milk, and then... It is Low like a breakup because the more I thought about freaking dairy, I thought, I don't need you in my life. You're kind of <laughs> gross and I deserve better. Dairy became Satan really quick. Yeah, I was that like, wow, dairy, I thought I loved yeah. you and now I don't. No. And so now I like almond milk too. And mm. so one day I get I get a voice memo and she's like, I have to tell you something. I'm on the almond milk train. You probably thought something was seriously wrong because I actually I was like, Amanda. I did. I really need to confess something to you. And then I like left it hanging and you're like, what in the world? I'm I like, know. I like Almond, Almond milk. milk. <laughs> Big day. Big, Big day. day. So we're just, I feel like you're a part of the squad. because you. Oh, I feel like that. I fit right in. Absolutely. Okay. And, okay, wait, speaking of fitting right in, because our listeners can't see us right now, we're, we all showed up today yeah. wearing glasses. our clear glasses. Clear rimmed glasses. Clear rimmed yes. glasses, which is weird. We'll take a picture. Yeah. It's weird because, I mean, I probably wear my clear rimmed glasses like once every two weeks. Yeah. Same. I rarely wear mine. I just was feeling like. I don't want to put a contact. That's the Holy Spirit. It is. So six eyes. Six clear eyes. We got six clear eyes. We're dominating. Double it, Lord. Because we wanted to feel smart, so we all were like, let's put on my glasses. Yeah, I'm I'm official. Yeah. I'm officially basic (laughs) with my glasses. Yes, I love it. Okay, Cammie, what are you drinking? Okay, so I'm drinking my standard fall drink, which I don't know if you remember, but. No, I don't. Okay, so in the fall, which, again, it's hot today. I could have gotten an ice drink, Mm -hmm. but both of you did, and honestly, I was boycotting. I was like, I refuse. It is almost October. I will not get an ice drink. I am angry about this. So I got a... Actually, I'm going to read it to you. Yes, please do. Okay. Grande Americano. Two pumps of pumpkin spice with almond milk. Oh. Mm. So they do like a, that's it's, really good. It's really good. So the two pumps, just enough. Mm-hmm. Little pumpkin spice. It makes it orange, which makes me happy. Mm. And Hashtag almond fall. milk. You know? Love it. It's great. I got my usual, so I'm just going to go real quick. Iced coffee, unsweet, little bit of almond milk, one pump of vanilla. <laughs> Which I like, I ordered that without even looking at your order. 
I like glanced at it and then I was like, oh yeah, this is her it's usual. It's my usual. Oh, speaking of, okay, I got so much um, crap from last week's episode with our husbands because as you mentioned, I was like a week away from giving birth and you know, like, I don't know, I was like 39 weeks pregnant and we drove through Starbucks to like bring it here for the podcast and I was like, Tyler, I want a mocha frappuccino. <laughs> That's all I want. I want something sweet with a lot of calories and pretty chocolatey. And I want, the, I want the 16-year-old drink that I would what I drink when I'm 16. And literally, I got text messages from people after they listened to that episode. Like, my friend Abby texted me, and she was like, Amanda, dot, 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 a mocha frap, question mark. And I was like, listen, have you ever been 39 weeks pregnant? Do not judge me. Don't okay. judge me. Also, have you, okay, I don't order frappuccinos often, like maybe once a year. No, in, literally. In the summer. Yes. But does this ever happen to you? You order a frappuccino, and you're like, already know you're it's vulnerable right like you yes. know you're an adult ordering frappuccino yes. you yeah. know it's that they're judging place you to be. It's very vulnerable it's very vulnerable uh, yes. and then the people have the audacity to look at you and say do you want whipped cream <laughs> don't ask me that don't make me you answer. know i want whipped cream if i'm ordering yes. 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 If ordering, I'm ordering a crap, frappuccino i'm clearly having a cheat day don't ask me and make me make two <laughs> bad choices in a row it's rude, it's unacceptable, and if you're listening to this and you work at Starbucks, never ask Just somebody know this, okay? if they yes. want the whipped cream. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's okay. Segwaying into adulthood. adulthood. <laughs> Actually, I don't know why. We're all adults. I don't know why. I don't feel like an adult 99% of the time. I don't. So, okay, Lindsay, I want you to just tell us about yourself. Like, just give us, like, the quick, like, who is Lindsay Berteau, your family? Yes. Just like All the, right. you know, resume version. Okay. The intro. Quick resume version. My name is Lindsay. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> okay. Accurate. Still Lindsay. Um, Ten minutes in. Yes. I am actually from Louisiana. So as I get more and more comfortable, there's an accent that comes out. Apparently, it's my favorite. It's so cute. I love I it. I don't even think I have one. And I'm like, we live in Texas. People stop me everywhere and are like, where are you from? And I'm like, I sound just like you, I'm, <laughs> but I'm from Louisiana. Like, I, why do I have a different accent than you? Anyway, I love it. I love it. It's so. so cute. There's a it little, also comes out when you preach, and I it's my it's favorite. So embarrassing. No, it's, not. it's great. Oh, I try to stay true to me, you know. But anyways, I love yeah. It. So there's a crazy Cajun up in here. <laughs> And you're our first crazy Cajun. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah, we should have brought some crawfish. So, we should have done a crawfish boil Ugh. with coffee. Next time. What are we thinking? Ew, crawfish gross. with coffee? Wow. That's a yeah. horrible combination I'm going to throw up, but it's fine. Um, okay. So, yeah. Born and raised Louisiana. And then my husband and I got engaged, which is a whole... Our love story is a whole thing. Can you give us, like, a brief? Because I actually don't know it at all. Oh, man. Because okay. he's not from Louisiana at all, right? Yeah. Well, he's actually born in Baton Rouge, okay. Louisiana. And he moved to California when he was five. And um, he was traveling in a band called Worth Dying For that we joke about. It was um, a Christian band. Christian, Christian rock band. Was it, like, was it, like, Christian screamo band? Yes. 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 Okay. They, like, he didn't scream, but there were people who did. Yes. There's nothing I enjoy more than Christian screamo boy band <laughs> names. Our friends in college have one called Guard Your Steps. Guard Your Steps. Guard Your Steps. That's impressive. There was um, Becca. Our friend Becca was in a band called Worth the Waiting or something. I don't know. Just the title. Worth They're Dying amazing. For. Worth Dying, dying for. for. And their album cover, they had, well, they had multiple albums, but they, they had uh, <laughs> blindfolds on. And they were all standing there like they were going to die. Because it was really or they, were, or they were ready to just to see that take on Satan. Face yeah, to they're face. like, I don't even need to see you, and yeah. I can win. Or they're like, yeah. it's not about me. You don't need to see my eyes. This is for the glory of the Lamb. Praise <laughs> Him. Yes, exactly. So much symbolism. We're dying for. You're welcome. So yeah, 
So, okay, anyways, so I wasn't a fan of the band, um, but (laughs) there's that. Um, So he was in a season, he was like praying, and he just felt like God was telling him to move. And it sounded crazy because he's traveling, like they're traveling the world doing music. And he's like, God, why would I leave this? It looks like I got it made in the shade. Right. Anyway, so he calls his uncle, who's like my pastor. He's like, I don't know what to do. So he's like, come here and um, serve here at our church or whatever. Wow. So that's how we met. We literally met in the youth group at my church setting up chairs, like on a Wednesday night. He has, um, from like the flip side of this, he has shared, I think, bits and pieces of this story in a sermon before. And... I remember he was like, Lindsay was over there, just like stacking chairs, just doing like the service just work. Just serving the Lord. Just, yeah, being a, being a Martha. That's right. And he just looked over and was like, that's my girl. Like, I'm going to go get that. <laughs> well, and you're beautiful inside and out. Oh, so man. he probably was like, uh, I see that girl serving the Lord. Yeah, who's that? This raging Cajun over here. <laughs> who's raging? Well, he was in his uh, skinny jorts. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there, I'll just leave that there. We don't even, just that mental image is all you need. So I was like, you're worth dying for and skinny shorts yeah. they were tight and we're like you're gonna need to pursue me really well because this you don't have two things against you right off the bat here yeah so our story was a long thing i didn't trust him for months i didn't really like it was a whole whole thing. hot mess yeah but anyways we finally you know i was like oh i guess you're a good guy so we got engaged and um then he went to youth pastor in california and i was still a junior in college and I just, my, I know my whole life I wanted to be in ministry. Oh, I love that. And um, anyway, it's a weird, okay, so then I was like, all right, I just want to move to California. Like, let me youth pastor. It's all I wanted to do my whole life is like, just love people. And my dad was like, no, you have to finish. I was like, no, dad, I'm engaged. We want to get married and I want to go be a pastor with my husband. And he's like, you can finish school. So I said, yes, sir. So then I began to take like, <laughs> wow, honoring your parents, yes. 21 hours, summer wow. school, intercession. And I graduated college in three years. We got married. Wow. And I, so I honored my parents. I did my thing. I did it all with excellence the best I could. That's and amazing. Then, what, how old were you when you guys got married? I was 21, 22. Okay. 20. No, I was 22. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Love and, it. Um, then we moved out there. We were youth pastors in California for like five years. It was the funnest five years ever. So fun. Youth pastor. Yeah, I was a youth so pastor fun. too. No. So my first worship leading job was a worship, like a youth worship pastor. Really? So for a big youth group. Yeah. And it was, that's like my heart. And I love youth ministry. Oh my I God. I love youth ministry. And like, it's so fun. It's so fun. You get to be a kid for your job. I know. And then they just like look up to you. Yes. They don't judge you. No. They just like love you and they think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hi, let me help you. Yes. And then let's like dance. I love that. Yes. You know, so true. Yes. Let's, just let's have dance. a dance party for Jesus. That's also such like formative years too, I feel totally. like. Because you can go either. I mean, you could just go any direction. Like the world is your oyster at that point. So that's yes. really fun to like guide that age. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's yeah. so fun. And then they keep you cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you know all what the trends. What are the trends. cool kids doing? You like know the words. And you know everything. Yeah. Have you ever done this as a youth pastor where like they'll say something and you actually don't know what they're talking about, but you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. then you're like, Google it and you're like, what the heck is that? I have to know. I need to be in the Times. Exactly. I do that now. No. I love that. That's amazing. I think the, one of the most recent ones I can think of that I did that was the word lit. Like, I remember, like, there was, like, a thing where everyone was like, that's lit. And I was like, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Like, good. 
is lit like a drug? Do I need to be concerned for my <laughs> students? Like, where are we at? But lit is where good. Where are we at with this? You're lit, Lindsay. You're lit, Amanda. Yes. Basically, basic. Basically, basic, 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 basic lit. is lit. It is. Love yes. it. Okay, so okay, five so years in it? California. Yeah. Yes. And then um, crazy, I think in like 2016, 2015, 2016, God just put it on our heart like the December. So we were going into the next year. So it was 2015, I think. I don't know. Um, that we were to plant a church in DFW. And had and you guys had Beckham yet? We had Beckham. Okay. And um, I found out a few months later... Uh, like two months later that I was pregnant with my second son. How? So I have two boys. Yes. How old was your first when you found out you were pregnant with your second? Uh, he was um, like 12, 13, 14 months. Okay. I found out I was pregnant because my milk dried up. And I was like, why don't I? So I breastfed him that long. <laughs> like, no, that's awesome. So at like 13 or 14 months, that's what it was. I And then I thought, this is weird. So Love I it. took a test and I was like, oh, baby two is on its way. That's amazing. <laughs> so that you, you amazing. went from like breastfeeding to pregnancy, like back to back. Boom, boom. Yes. That's a, good for you. That's, that's I was good. wondering if, yeah, I, some it. women keep their milk the whole time, but I didn't. I, yeah, tried it up. Interesting. Okay, so then you're pregnant and finding out that you guys are called to plant this church in Fort Worth. And I want to know, I mean, I know why, but I want our listeners to know why Fort Worth. Like, why was that specifically on y'all's heart? Well, actually, it wasn't at first. Okay. It was, we were thinking, like, more Dallas-y. Like, Richardson. No one may know where that is, but just other areas. And so, my husband and my father-in-law flew in. Because isn't your your father-in-law your husband's dad? I'm explaining what a father-in-law is to you guys. (laughs) In case you're wondering, a father-in-law is a husband's father. He is the pastor of the house Modesto. Modesto. Which is not the first, the house... Like, is that yeah, the OG? Yeah, OG. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. In Modesto, yes. California. So, so Micah grew up in ministry. Yeah. And so... The, Under the pew, goldfish. Wor- worth dying for. Isn't that his band name? Mm-hmm. That was a natural progression. Because, Absolutely. of course, he was going to be yes. a rock star for Jesus. Yes. But then, of course, then he's like, okay, I actually feel called to ministry. And yeah. you already felt called to ministry, which that's a cool... That's really yeah, unique. Yeah. For some reason, God told me in, like, middle school, or the Holy Spirit... It sounds really spiritual. I'm not trying to be weird. But I just no, knew my whole life. And, but I was like Mary, and I just hid these things in my heart. Yeah, you know, I didn't feel I didn't feel like I needed to share mm-hmm. my future. I don't know. There was like I didn't have a release. So um, what I would always do is just watch all the pastors' wives. I'd like watch what they do or how they talk or what they wear. Like my whole life, and I would just like learn from them. You know, silently. That's really I was sweet. Like, okay, one day I'm gonna do this. You know, what is it gonna that's look amazing. like? That's well, amazing. Well, and that's actually that's a little free nugget of wisdom I feel like because for listeners who feel like they have a call in their life that they haven't seen manifest yet or they don't know like how they're going to get there that is a wise word to just look around you and be like who has God already put in my life that I could look up to and just learn from them and then glean from their wisdom or even thank God for podcasts or YouTube like if you feel like that's something you're called to like take the time to be around it and to just like observe and to see like what what can I learn from but I love that about your story Lindsay because I feel like a lot of people who I know who end up being a pastor's wife it's the opposite they were actually like this is the last thing I ever wanted it like terrified me I didn't feel qualified but I feel like I love because I we said the beginning and I'll say this again like I'm not having you on as like a pastor's wife I'm having you on as a pastor because you are a pastor and like you pastor so many people at your Mm -hmm. church and beyond and 
recently I heard you preach for the first time and I was like, come on, this girl needs to be speaking to stadiums. I'm not just saying that. You have such a prophetic gift and such a call to lift up not just women but men too. But I feel like it's no coincidence to me that the Lord put that on your heart individually because it's just as much your call as it is Micah's and so and I love how he like supports you in that too like anytime you're anytime you're preaching he's always like that's my girl like he's never like I'm out so I'm just gonna let her come in like you yeah bring in the JV preacher yeah exactly like you've preached a ton when he's sitting in the front row and I love that well and Mm. and the um well I will talk about later I'm sure but the night that I got to hear you preach which was incredible it was this event called that girl which they did at the house which I'm sure they're going to do again in the spring and all of our listeners should go because it was just such an awesome well done girls event which I think you said it happened like super quickly quickly. y'all we threw it together in like five weeks like which is okay I want to that's actually I want to hear about that because you said that you God had put that on your heart too of just like so you obviously love ministry you married someone who was going to be a pastor, and Micah didn't even want to be a pastor at first, he didn't. right? Because yeah, he had grown he up in it. it his whole life. And I feel like we're like jumping the gun. I'm sorry, I like got to like the other side of the story, but you can go back. <laughs> oh, no. okay, so go back. <laughs> I, so you you go. You're in California, yes. DFW, and then we can get to where you are today, which is amazing. But I want to know, like, when you hear DFW and the Lord speaking that one, like, why did you feel like? How did you hear the voice of God in that and discern that? And then, how did you like walk that out? Does that make yeah. sense? Like, so God speaks something that feels random. Totally, yeah. But then, like, as a couple with, you know, one baby, one on the way, mm-hmm. and you're young, yeah. how did you know how to, like, discern that and not just be like, <laughs> cool, I think I'm hearing some weird voice that's <laughs> not the Lord. Well, for me, this was, like, a dream to move here. It's where I've always wanted to be. I think I said one prayer. I remember um, there's a road that our church is on in California called Coffee Road. Praise and bless Praise the church God. is Sorry, on Coffee, Coffee Road? Road in oh, Mendoza. That is everything I've ever wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was what I, God called me there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on coffee at this red light, and I was really struggling with Modesto. And I was like, God, if I could ever um, just serve at a church in the DFW area, like I'd really love it. But I totally just I give it to you. I'm not going to ask again, wow. and I trust you. Anyways, fast forward a couple years later, and here we are. So for one, it I left it alone. Because I didn't want to push my husband. And we were being groomed to take the church in California. And so he just, like, the Holy Spirit just started messing with my husband. Because wow. he was really not for it. He didn't want to move here. He didn't like the religious spirit. Mm-hmm. No, yes. no toes I'm stepping on. Yes. But no, we've talked about step that. Step on those toes, girly. <laughs> yeah, and be so Disrupt some people. He did not want to be a part of that. He yeah. was like, I'd rather go to California where people are crazy, but at least they'll tell you straight to their face Which, instead of pretending like they're okay. Yes. I said earlier, I lived in LA. We talked about this in the podcast yeah. before. It, it, there is nothing like the difference between California and DFW. Yeah. It is a totally different spirit because you're right. Here you're dealing with a religious spirit, mm-hmm. meaning people who would be like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but they've never actually maybe encountered the love of God or right. don't know him personally. Whereas in California, they're going to be like, oh yeah, no, Jesus. But then you start talking or they see the light in you and they're totally. like, wait, tell me about that. Yeah, and yeah, then, you're exactly, yeah. So anyways, God starts to deal with him and so he's like, you know what, if this is really you, God, I'm going to take it to my parents and like we'll go from there. <laughs> because his parents would just be like, you're not doing that. You're taking the Modesto campus. Right. You know, that's it. So we go in that night, and I had no idea he was going to talk about I thought we were going to hang out as a family. I had Beckham. And Micah just starts talking to them. He's like, I really feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. I feel like God's calling us to plant a church in DFW. And you have to know this is so left field. 
and his parents, it like it's like cricket, like <laughs> you know, you're like, like probably looking down. Awkward. Like, my armpits are sweating. I'm like so uncomfortable. I had no idea he was gonna do this. And um, they both sit there and they're like, you know what? I think he might be right. And in that moment, I was like, I almost took my shoe off and threw it. I was like, what on, like, this, I'm, back the bags, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there, like, calm, cool, and collected. But my inside, I'm like, what is, this is, what like, is what? going on? How are y'all on board with this? What? So anyways, it was that. But then, so after that moment and a lot of other conversations, that's when the actual journey started. Wow. And um, it was never meant to be, or we, in our plan, it was, we weren't going to be here. We were looking for people to pastor the church. Um... We were asking around, and everybody just kept saying no. And finally, God told his daddy that it was us. And he was like, y'all are supposed to pastor this church. And so... So you were going to plant it, but not pastor it. We were going to plant it, have someone else pastor it. Wow, I didn't know that. it was just going to be a site campus. And um, God just flipped the script. And I'm pregnant. So then we're thinking, okay, so maybe in two years from now, when our kids are a little older, we'll move (laughs) and we'll plant the church. And time goes by, and God's like, no, now's the time. Y'all are called a pastor, and you need to move this year. And I under- that sounds easy, but you have to understand no, that I'm no, pregnant. <laughs> we don't have a house. We're leaving our comfort zone. We ha- Everything is set up for us to take the church. It's easy. Um, and so really what it was was God, you know, in um, Exodus it says that he's the God who will go before you. It's actually found in multiple places, but... We literally experienced him going before us. So we would go and talk to people and they would be like, you know, this is crazy. I, God's been speaking to me. We've been looking at houses in the DFW area for the last six months and we didn't know why we're called to go plant this church with you. Now we know. We had wow. another girl. I got chills. Yeah. Cr- really? We both no, have, I, I literally. Literally. I, no, I, I can actually feel them. Oh, <laughs> so weird. That's so cool. So things like that. We had over a hundred of them, like just, they were in South Africa, um, preaching and the person on the safari with them was from, uh, I can't remember somewhere in Fort Worth, like at one of the, like one outer, of the yeah. yeah. And they were, and they were, you know, they were like, why are we here in South Africa? We've, they've never heard of Fort Worth. Okay. Let me back up. My husband and father-in-law had never heard of the city Fort Worth. They've only heard of Dallas. Which makes sense. Which makes sense, kind yeah. Of like, yeah. Like, so they drove in, or they flew in, and they were driving around Dallas, and they kept getting no's. Everywhere they went, they was just like, this isn't it, this isn't it. So they were actually flying out the next day, and Micah, my husband, had four random people call him, and they were asking what he's doing, and he told them, and they were like, have you checked out Fort Worth? Have you checked out Fort Worth? Four different times. You should check out Fort Worth. So they were, they... And he said before too. One, he was like, there was something on TV, and he like happened to look in this was in in Modesto, California. In Modesto, California, on the news, they started talking about Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, it was like random stuff like that. He said was just happening like left and right. Oh my god! On Sirius XM one day, we were in the car listening to the highway because I'm a country gal. Okay, and um, (laughs) a caller calls in, and she's like, "I'm from Fort Worth," and you know, at that point, we had so many confirmations. We just looked at each other, and we're like, "Okay, like this is." Yeah, at that point, it's like the most confirmation. Oh my god. It was time. So we really saw God go before us in many, many, many ways and prepare the groundwork. Mm -hmm. And so they drove into Fort Worth that day. They pushed their flights another day. And um, my husband said that when they drove into the city, both of them just like got chills. And they like distinctly heard the Lord say, this is where revival is going to take place. And, um, you know, again. in Modesto, they had the, a miracle in Modesto. You can Google it. But wow. it was like 30, 
I'm going to butcher the numbers, but it was a miracle. And so the same feeling that my father-in-law had when they moved to Modesto, he had when they drove into Fort Worth. So it was at like that a miracle point, of like salvations or what was the, yes, wow. it was like they did this play. You got to take yourself back in the day. Oh okay? yeah, <laughs> yes, spirit filled plays. But yeah, <laughs> yes, they did the play and like um, it ended up like the whole city was filtering. They couldn't fill the room, like they couldn't seat the people for forty to sixty days. I want to say they had like a service every night. That's and insane. they couldn't keep up with the salvation, so they would get cards, and my father-in-law would take them to other churches and, like, please call these people and get them in your congregation because wow. we can't. I mean, I want to – I'm not – this isn't right, but they maybe had, like, over 30,000 salvation. Like, some crazy number like right. that. I should probably know the number. No, but, that's, no, like, but that's, that's the kingdom of God. And I love that he would be humble enough to say, like, hey, like, I'm not saying that I need to shepherd all these sheep. I'm just saying, like, in this town, God's moving, and as a unit, as a kingdom, we yes. need to come around these people and, like – Help disciple them. And be one yes. body. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. so, anyway, so that's what he felt coming into Fort Worth. That's and, incredible. Um, then when we found out it was us, there was excitement on my end, but also just like a lot of fear. Because what does that look like? We've never planted a church. I'm pregnant. So, and you guys didn't really know anybody in Dallas-Fort Worth, did no. you? Or like not super well? No one. I mean, that's I mean, crazy. I have, yeah. We, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. And um, we moved here. <laughs> Which I'm just laughing because I, I talk about looking at a, a mountain and being like, God, I know you're speaking this, but like in the flesh and logically, this really makes no sense. Like timing Not is horrible. Yeah. And like it, it, I don't know anyone here. And like this wouldn't, you know, if you were to write on paper, like ideal situation to plant a church, this would not be it, right? Well, no. And we hit, you would. You would think, the normal person thinks, like, when God calls you to it, everything's just going to work out. And in reality, on our end, we got a call, and we just had resistance. I mean, we put our house on the market, and there was a drought in California. The day we put our house on the market, it starts flooding for the next three or four days. So our, we lit, our whole house, like, flooded. So we had to take it off the market. We had to put all this money into it to fix it up. In order to even sell it. To sell it, to wow. move. Then, like, when we moved, we couldn't, I couldn't get a doctor to take me. So I moved, like, 36 weeks pregnant, nine months pregnant, and I couldn't get an OB. I had been trying in California. No one would accept me, and I finally found out why. Apparently, um, moms who have had drug issues um, will move in their last trimester to another state, deliver the baby so that CPS doesn't take their child. So that's what I looked like to all these OBs. I have oh, no idea. I'm just like, like, I'm a pastor, guys. I'm like, no one will return my phone calls. Like, like just I just deliver need, my... I just need a doctor to deliver this baby. I had just, like, decided I'm going to deliver this baby in the emergency room. That was what I had wow. come to. Finally, I had a relative who did me a family favor. She was a doctor and called in. And Anyways, I had to get my OB in California to make special phone calls to this person to prove that I wasn't a drug person. I've never seen drugs in my life. I was like, <laughs> you can have all of my blood. Like, I promise. Me. Yeah, I just like, want a healthy delivery. I'm laughing at your face right now because I just wish people could see. You're like, no, I genuinely don't do drugs. Like, <laughs> I've never seen this. I don't even know what marijuana looks like. <laughs> marijuana. I don't know what anything is. You know, like, it's, was it Claritin or is it something else? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so anyways, we just had wall after wall. We couldn't get a house. Um, we couldn't get a doctor. Everything was resistance. 
Um, and you would think, God called me to it. It's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. He's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And he did. But we, I have never trusted so much in my life to the extent that I did. You know, it's just a big wall of unknown. And you're just, it was, I remember just feeling blind all the time. And I was in this dark room and I couldn't see anything. Like, and I was just trying to walk forward, but I had nothing to see. Like, I've never had to trust on such a deep level before where you literally are walking on a word. You know, you don't have, I have nothing to show that I'm supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. We don't have a salary. We don't have a home to go. I have nothing. I have the word of God that told me to go there. And I'm just like blindly I'm banking on that baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, now we're here. The church has been, it's a year and a half old and. The Holy Spirit has just blown our mind. You know, God and what's is so just... cool is I'm only Tyler and I are only one family out of like hundreds that have been to the house of Fort Worth now, and you know my story of just like how we found it, and I think I've, I've even shared it on the podcast before. But I distinctly remember the very first one Tyler was sick, and the launch day he was sick, so I ended up coming by myself. He stayed home with Gwen, and like the very first I walked in and the worship I was like oh my gosh because I had lived in Fort Worth for 10 years at that point and I had been searching for a church that just felt like the spirit was alive in there and it wasn't this culture of like religion everywhere you know and when I stepped in and heard worship I was literally just chills all over my body and I don't know if you remember this Lindsay but I walked up to you after yes do you remember this I do because I didn't know if you were normal or not, that's real. That is so real. But I remember, and yes. I got your number. I, you I got know, mine. I don't think we got it that Insta'd. day. You Maybe it was me. Yeah. Oh was no, she, was I a stalker about it? No. Oh good. Okay. No, I was gonna say I'm sure because as a worship leader, I've had this too, where you have people come up to you after, and you're like, you are either about this that. excitement is either Holy Spirit, and we're actually tracking. Or you are trying to be my best friend because you <laughs> have me to offer you, and I actually don't. I'm a normal person like you. But let me just say, Amanda was te- that whole morning. You were texting me oh, video. I was texting her live. I was texting really? her like live videos during it, and I was like, because we, I had gotten invited, not knowing anything about it. Oh. So, because a lot of people had seen like you know an advertisement on Facebook that it was coming or a video or whatever, and I literally did not know about launch day until two days before. Because we ran into those people at the coffee shop. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know the so house was a cool. thing. And so I walked in and I just, and that was a big part of the reason too, why I just was so, I think I was so eager to like experience the spirit too. And then when it, when I got there, I was a little bit hesitant because I was like, this could be it. It may not. Like we've been looking forever. You were more hesitant than me. I knew, I was like, this is your church before you even went because yes. the way that the Lord planned it out and like, and then of course as a best friend does protective, I like did some stalking and I like saw your video <laughs> with your sweet husband and I was like, done. These are them. Like this yes. is it. This is it. And like. It just, it was home. It was. It did. That's the thing is it felt like home. Mm-hmm. And I even texted Tyler and I was like, because he was sick at home and I had texted him and said like, oh my gosh, like I found our church. And it was within probably five minutes of worship being started. Like, wow. I don't think Micah had even preached yet. <laughs> I was like, hope the preacher's good because I just felt a little But it is when you feel the presence of God and the Lord speaks, like it's almost like you don't need to know anything else. Like you're just trusting that like he's gone. Again, like you said, he's gone before you mm-hmm. and he... That's even a testimony to you and Michael Lindsay because it like look at Amanda being a random person who's lived in Fort Worth for a really long time that was looking for what you guys were going to bring and if you hadn't said yes in this timing who knows you guys still could have been homeless church people yeah without yeah and just the culture 
too that you guys have like cultivated there that's so felt as soon as you walk in like even cammy with like that girl oh. felt it and it's just it's the coolest thing it's so, the presence oh, of the makes, lord yeah. yeah which i love what you were saying earlier Lindsay, because i feel like and i feel like this is actually a word for multiple poppy listeners today but like i think sometimes as believers we think exactly what you said like if god calls me to something that means the next steps are going to be green light green light green light open mm. door open door open door and unfortunately, like, there's just really no biblical evidence at all of that. Like, yeah. in fact, when you look anything, in scripture, yeah, yeah, I was gonna it's say, typically anything, it's probably the opposite. opposite. And you look at, like, I think if you said Mary earlier, and I was thinking about her when you were talking, because I just, I feel like you're a Mary. Like, I feel like that's, like, totally. you have such a Mary, like, mm-hmm. just a nurturing Hashtag crying. Yeah. Really, you carry a Mary, like, mother spirit. And, but also... I think when I think of Mary, I think of someone who's bold and courageous. And Mm -hmm. I think you're a really brave person. Because I think of Mary, like, she gets this word. And you would think if God was going to make any story smooth sailing, it would be the birth of his son. Right, yeah. Like, right? Right. He'd be like, okay, like, let's make this go well. And instead, she basically has to flee her town because everyone's gossiping about her. She, like, ends up having the baby in, like, an inn. There's no room. Not in the inn, sorry. In a stable. Um, And then, you know, after that, it's, like, kind of just this whole thing of being isolated and alone and right. it was like she could have easily looked at those things I could imagine giving birth which I haven't given birth yet but it seems like it's super painful and no drugs for them back then so she's giving birth in this like haystack basically and probably is could have easily been like where the heck are you God this, I clearly right. was wrong this is not mm-hmm. can't be your son can't be the son of God yeah. this can't be the son I'm in of a God. dark stable this Lord. isn't the yeah. story <laughs> there is a donkey God <laughs> yeah I see donkey staring at me and not like anything else so I'm yeah. but instead she just had this unwavering faith of like his yes is my yes and mm-hmm. I think that we need more women in the world that are gonna step up and say yeah like God said this to me and it makes no sense but right. I'm gonna be bold and I'm gonna follow his voice and not wait till it all looks like it's perfect it right perfect because sometimes yeah. by then he like it's kind of like, well, maybe he's already moving on to the next thing. or Because really, this is what I think with the kingdom, and I don't know biblically where I can stand on this, so this could be my own personal opinion. But I think that God has moves on earth that he wants to do, and he's ready to birth. And I think he's he's searching the earth for people that are willing to be a part of what he's yeah. doing and yeah. to birth it. And I think his yes over Fort Worth was revival in Fort Worth. I want people like Amanda and Tyler and all the wonderful people at your church to have a place where they can belong and have a house to praise me freely. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking to you and Micah, but I feel like if you guys had said no, and if you had been like, this isn't the right time, I think your life still would have been wonderful, but I think God probably would have used someone used else. Someone else yeah. He would have been like, okay, well I'm still doing this. So yeah, let's right. like, you know, but how cool now a year and a half later, which is basically no time at all, but you have all these new friends, all these oh, people yeah. that come to your church every week that you're getting to watch the Lord move through you and Micah. And you're probably, I would assume, just like, what the heck, God? Like, how are you yeah. doing this? No, I, yes, I, there's so many times that I just cry on a Sunday. I might mm. get emotional oh, now. No. Just because it's like, we literally just said yes. That's all we did <laughs> yeah. is we just said yes. Mm. And we've just watched God move. And you're I right. think that it's, a, let's all cry together. Let's all cry, guys. <laughs> but, I'm crying, you're crying. You know, I just like... Even spoke to pastors why, you know, I don't feel qualified. And, like, if I'm being honest, like, I don't feel qualified. You know, who am I? But God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so you just have to trust that, like, okay, here I am. I don't have everything figured out. And, like, God, I don't know why you would choose us and pick us out of, like, podunk Modesto to be here. But, like, 
when I look across the room and I see someone crying in worship and I see someone sobbing in the mm-hmm. sermon and I mm-hmm. see someone jumping because they just got break, I'm just like, I, I can't, my mind though can't comprehend it. You yeah. know, like yeah. I'm just like, yeah. all we did was say yes. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And so I've never experienced warfare in that way. Um, but I've also never worshipped as deep as I, I've never prayed as, you know, mm-hmm. like I grew through the hardship. But when I, yeah, when we look like on Sundays, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I can remember in the beginning, we had moved to our second venue, the Mopac. Yes. And this was still when life was um, just overbearingly hard. It was just like we were drowning every week in warfare and trying everything we can to get on top mm-hmm. of it. But um, it's just where we were. And so I remember it was a couple weeks in and um, I was down, I was sitting on the front row and this was like our third service and he did an altar call for salvation. And like I watched 20 people walk up and say yes to God and I was praying over them and I was watching like literally people getting set free. I was watching people crying just in the press, like they have never experienced Jesus. And so I had to stop praying for people and I had to go walk to my seat and I just like, I literally sobbed, Mm. and I was like, God, if we have to go through hell Monday to Saturday, like, I'll do it every week so that people can have breakthrough. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make myself no, sound. No, no, it's real. I no, no, it's real. That, I like, like literally have chills when you're saying that because it's just, the, it's such a beautiful thing. And even like, I don't even, I don't know which day you're talking about because I feel like there's been so many <laughs> salvations. But like, even, I think I've even told you this before about the house, Cami, is that sometimes it like, you know, you have your days as a Christian where you're like, God, I'm here. I had a crazy day. Yeah. Don't really know if I'm going to receive anything. Don't yeah. know if I feel it. I'm I mean, here. just being very honest, like totally. sometimes you feel that way. But then when things like that happen and I look around, that's what I love about the house because I look around to the left and to the right and I see somebody experiencing the joy of the yeah, Lord. Yeah. And then it's contagious. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know what? I can feel that too right now. Yeah. And then you just do. And then, so that's why I know what you're talking about. It's real because it's so like if somebody's crying or just like even hugging someone else while they're crying, it's just like the spirit of that at the house I'm so thankful for because I've been a part of churches in the past where not that you have to like outwardly show what you're feeling but right i've been to churches in the past where i'm like knock knock <laughs> is anybody <laughs> is home alive? <laughs> yeah, is anyone alive in here and i would so much rather like have people just like jumping up and down or on their knees crying than just standing still every single sunday and not knowing like what's exactly happening so yeah. well, i'm just, I so just love it because it's not about us yeah right it's god doing his thing right. in church and none of us are doing you know it's just jesus encountering people which is all we want yes you know yeah. like well, and you're so right because when you experience that taste of heaven or that kingdom of God on a Sunday or whenever it is that you go to worship, it really it's otherworldly, and so it is like such a good point. You're like, I'll the best of this world has to offer Monday through Saturday, or the worst of the best or the or the worst the world has to offer Monday through Saturday is nothing compared to what you're experiencing when you're tapping into heaven right. in that moment. It's right. like it's all worth it because you're experiencing something eternal and holy and. It, there's nothing like sometimes it. it's just really undescribable too like I yeah. try to think of words sometimes you for can't. like what I'm feeling or experiencing and I'm just like there is none yeah I don't have one <laughs> I don't yeah. have words like this is literally oh. it's just opening up 
the heavens. So. Yeah. so I got to be a part of hearing Lindsay preach, I said earlier, at That Girl, which was this amazing event. She said they put it together in five weeks, which was <laughs> nuts to me because I'm it talking, was. I'm saying aesthetically though, oh, I walked in and I was like, okay. okay, this is everything I've ever wanted and more. Point. We both were in line. This is actually yeah. really funny. I was just going <laughs> to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? it? So we literally like, right, we had like texted each other because we had seen people wearing the That Girl shirt. The, the, I'm, no, You the, Go oh, Girl. Oh, You Go Girl. Oh, yes. You Go Girl. Yeah. Yes, the pink one. And Cammie and I were both like, are we going to beeline to the line or like what's happening? Like we're like, do we wait until right after she's done? Do we sneak out five minutes before she's done? Like what do we have to do to get that shirt? Because I had already like, tried to go yes. in the middle of worship because I was like, I need to get this shirt, which is kind of horrible of me, but whatever. And the, the guy was like, um, we're actually not selling shirts right now. And I was like, yeah, because we're supposed to be worshiping the Lord. I get it. That's a good point. Thank you for being a good person. Like, give me that shirt. Yeah, but I was like, but can you save it for me then? <laughs> so then, we're, yeah, we're like trying to analyze like, when do we go get this merch? Which I'm not a merch person at any no. event. I never get merch from events because typically, no offense, they all suck. But this one was amazing. <laughs> this one was pink and said, "You go, girl." Yeah. So what YGG. else could you meet? Yes. What else could you want? In they life? had photo booths. They had balloon towers. They had <laughs> we had lights, flower walls, flower walls, signs. cookies that they handed we- out. I felt hashtag blessed. Water bottles. I drove from Fort Worth in, or from, sorry, from Dallas to Fort Worth in traffic. And, you did, in five o'clock traffic. In five o'clock traffic. And honestly, yes, I was mainly going because I just wanted to see Amanda. I didn't really She's know. She's like, I'm going to be real, real life. Yeah, real. yeah. I was like, I just want to see my friend and this is her church. And I was like not expecting to get wrecked. And I just came in and was like, again, this was worth, I would have driven two more hours. Like it was so worth it. And your message was so powerful. It was just, you cut through all the mess and you were just so direct and you have a way of speaking to women that's really like uplifting and kind it's not like I think some women pastors can get sometimes a little like you feel a little bit condemned maybe and I don't think you mean to but it's almost like the coach vibe Mm -hmm. which I think we need but I think we also need women who can shoot it straight make you laugh but also get to the heart of like what the Lord's saying and one of my favorite moments of the night, Amanda and I have talked about this, was you said something. I wish I could I wish we could. Yeah, was. we can't remember. But I thought it was hilarious. And it was Amanda, in one of Lindsay's, like, when, okay, so when Lindsay preaches, it's, <laughs> you're right, it, like, cuts It was like a heart. side note. Yes. That's, that's why we love she it. She does. She does side notes. Yes. So she did this side note of, like, just this banter that went off to the side. And I was like, where is this going? I love it so much. I can't stop laughing. And like, we it was were like, crying laughing so hard, but then we're looking around like no one else got it. And... I was like, yes. Was I turned to Amanda and I go, she has to be in our podcast. That's what I said. I was <laughs> like, was. because this is the type of humor that I love. And I think, like, you just seem so comfortable up there. You just yes. seem like yourself. So I want to ask the question okay. for anyone who's listening that feels like they might be called to ministry or to preaching. That can be really intimidating. Totally. How do you, how do you deal with that? Like, what would you say to somebody who maybe feels a call to ministry, maybe it's not preaching, but whatever, right, yeah. that call and they like, it's knocking at their door, but they're like, what next? Like, what would you say to that? Um, well, I think that step one would be just to serve. Like if you feel like you're called to ministry, just why don't you just serve somewhere first? I think a lot of times people just want the platform, but um, it takes a lot more, you know, serving is where your character's developed because if God just gave you the platform without the character, your character can't sustain the platform. So I think if you want to be Say in ministry, again. character can't sustain the platform. Let's put that on a bumper sticker yeah. and drive around town. Put that on the next That Girl t-shirt. <laughs> the next That Girl t-shirt, it's like 50 words. Yeah, like, guys, you think you want the platform, but actually you need to be able to serve because the Lord needs to your character. Eight, size eight, just yeah. squint really hard. Yeah, I would definitely be wearing my glasses for that shirt. No, so I think um, just serve, you know, your way. But I think the best thing that you can do, and one thing that I fight to do, I'm not good at it, 
Um, I consider myself like a novice in this whole thing. I'm just trying to say yes to God. Um, is to just be you. And I know that's so basic. To do, hey, girl, you're our girl. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but I think that oftentimes if you put yourself like, oh, I want to lead worship one day. So then you'll go watch worship leaders. And then you feel like you have to do what they do and be who they are. Or, you know, I want to play drums like this guy or guitar or whatever your avenue may be. But I think if you know you're called into ministry, you need to start serving, but you need to stay true to who you are. And that was something that I really struggled with as like a pastor's wife of mm-hmm. like, you know, like the main people, not mm-hmm. the youth people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kids like don't care as much. They're like, no, yeah. but let me tell you, big church. You're like, those are dogs, man. Dogs. I was like, I don't know you. what to wear yeah. because I'm like, I gotta, you know, I just felt like I had to live up to everyone else's expectations and what people expected me to be as a senior yes. pastor's wife and how they expected me to walk and talk and mm-hmm. raise my kids and dress and do my hair and Always have makeup on. It's a lot to think about. I finally just had to throw, like flush all of those Bye. expectations. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done with that. I'm mm-hmm. just going to try to be me. And I'm a dork. And I have side notes. And you know what? You're but Lindsay, I was going to say, can I say really quickly? So in one of your sermons before, and this has stuck with me like so much. And of just building like confidence in myself that I know who like God's called me to be personally is whenever... Is in one of your sermons, and you literally said, like, being you, that's, I feel like people say that sometimes, so it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just me, I'm being myself, but you gave such the perfect example, and you were like, I'm goofy, and guess what? God can use my goofiness, and, like, when you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, God can use my messed, made-up words to still give him glory. Like, I really did. In In that moment, I was like, that's just who I am sometimes, and I don't have to apologize for it or, like, feel stupid for it. Like, God can make somebody laugh through that, maybe, you know? Yeah, and I felt that with our podcast. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt this, Amanda, but I've listened to other podcasts before and thought, well, they're doing this. Do I need to be doing that? Like, well, they're, like, more professional. They're more whatever. And every time I think that, I just feel like, God's like, did I ask you to be anything other than you? Like, yeah. that's why I made you uniquely you. And right. if we don't stay in our lane, you know, the scripture says, like, run your race mm-hmm. with endurance that's mm-hmm. set out before you. And I feel like I was thinking about that scripture the other day and I had this picture in my head. But I feel like the Lord is showing me, like, all these people running. That, please talk with me because I don't know if this is going to make any sense. But all these people running their different races, okay? And so, like, if I'm running my race, and the past, like, 50 feet of my race was just a straight line, and it just happened to be a part of my race that was really easy, I could look to my right and see someone who's, like, breathing super heavy, super sweaty, really struggling, and I could think, wow, like, you know, horrible for them. Like, I must be doing a lot better than them. What I don't know is their race might have just been completely uphill for the past 50 feet, and they've Mm -hmm. actually just, like, climbed a mountain, and they're Mm -hmm. whatever. Or, like, my race could have a lot of twists and turns, and someone else's could be, like going through hills and valleys, like, we each have our own race, and when we start to compare, like, we're, we're it's not even the same thing. It's like, we right. can't even, like, how could I compare my 5K to your marathon? Like, yeah. it's completely different, and right. if I try to look to either feel good about myself or bad about myself based on what I see the person next to me doing, I'm going to constantly be confused and right. kind of get off my own course, and so I think that's so wise because you're like running the race for you and Micah. You're called to be his partner in this. He's called to be your partner in this. Your family in this time in this city. And it can't even look like revival is happening in Nashville. It can't look like revival is right. happening in LA. It has to look like... Or even in Dallas. Or even like, in Dallas. Yeah. 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 Because I even think of like the church I go to, like Upper Room has similar DNA but different. And like 
it works for our house, but, like, that model may not work in Fort Worth. Like, right. you know, God has, like, a completely different thing sometimes that he wants to do, and I think that's, that's just really why. So, yeah, I hope that our listeners will take that because mm-hmm. I think knowing, like, you're called to be you yeah. is so freeing. Totally. And you, yeah, I think that no matter what, if you're in the corporate world, if you're in the medical world, in the ministry world, whatever avenue, the creative world, I think you just have to know who you are in God. And you have to be solid in your identity because if you're not, everyone else will tell you what you need to be and how mm-hmm. you need to dress and how mm-hmm. small you need to be or mm-hmm. how whatever. You have to have mm-hmm. organic home-cooked meals for your family. Yes. While, you know what I mean? Just yes. like X, Y, and Z. So I love those Trader Box, uh, Trader Box, Trader Joe's <laughs> frozen boxes, guys. I'm all hey, about those. <laughs> yes. That's all organic, all natural, right? Yeah, it's, yes. It's, it's from Trader Joe's. That's how good it is. I don't even know. Continue. Okay, Okay, so last question, Lindsay, and then we'll wrap up. But one thing we love about our podcast is just the vulnerable, real, real. So what is something that the Lord is discipling and teaching in you right now that maybe you don't have figured out yet, but you're like, ooh, he's teaching me this, and I want to let someone else know that they're not alone in that process. Does that make sense? Totally. I have, um, like... Like a lot of different angles. <laughs> like, I wish you could. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Start on that. Okay. Um, I think one thing that I was wrestling with um, for like the last three weeks, actually, like my therapy is just to go to my notes on my computer and just start typing things out or my journal. And um, the word that just kept slapping me in the face every day was just like unqualified. And I was fighting that, like, no, I was an unqualified mom. I wasn't a good enough wife. I wasn't a good enough pastor, leader, friend, daughter, just all these different things. And I was, like, trying to figure out how do I come out of it. Like, I know that I'm not, but this feeling feels so real. Mm -hmm. And I'm fighting discouragement all the time. And I'm, you know, struggling. And I think that oftentimes people think because you're a pastor or a pastor's wife or on a stage that you have no problems and your life is perfect and, you know, you don't struggle and you just know truth and it's just second nature. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, we're, I'm just like you. And I go through hard things and I have a stinky thought life sometimes that I have to call out, you know, and mm-hmm. command it to obey the word of God. So I think for me, it was just kind of coming out of that and, um, there, I was reading in Isaiah yesterday, actually. I love the book of Isaiah. Fun fact. It's kind of a weird book to love. No, I love but that. I love Isaiah it. 61 is my favorite chapter in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Today, I read 53. This is a side note. Oh, girl, you, you side-noted up for us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, anyway, I think it was 53. That apologize. may not be. Never but apologize for the side note. Talking about how he was a lamb led silently yes. to the slaughter, you know, that whole path. And I was, like, snot crying, you know, like, reading it oh. this morning, just like, Thank you. Thank you, God. Every, yes. You know, and he didn't say a word the whole time. And anyways, when people hate, you know, just don't say a word. Yeah. He was silent while mm-hmm. they, you know, beat him. Anyway, so <laughs> that's you know, Beat him. <laughs> you know, just whipped him. So, and we say one thing if someone says, cuts us off in traffic and we're like, bah! Yeah. yeah. And Jesus yeah. was silent. That's, that is yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, people like on Instagram hating yeah. or whatever, yes. gossiping. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to be silent. You just keep on running your race. Yeah, I'm going to stay in my lane. You yeah. do you. I'll do me. I trust God. <laughs> yeah. I trust God. You do you, I'll do me, I trust God. That's like That'll great. be our next show. That'll... You do you, I'll do me, I trust, I trust God. God. <laughs> oh, Anyways, crazy. I don't know. So, and then I was reading in Ephesians. No, 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 Isaiah, what I was trying to say. Anyways, was he led them through the wilderness, and they or they weren't thirsty at all when he led them through the wilderness. Something like that. Yeah. 
And I was just like, you know what? In whatever season I'm in, if I'm in the desert or whatever, I will never lack no good thing. Mm -hmm. So even though I feel unqualified, I'm not lacking anything. As long as I'm pursuing Jesus and I'm finding myself in the Word, I'm moving forward. Mm -hmm. I'm still growing. I may not feel like that, but I am. So there's it's a lot. I have yeah. There's a lot of current nuggets um, that I am chewing on. Yes, that's amazing. Well, and I just want to say as we like wrap up. First of all, thank you for being on our podcast. No, okay, wait. Can I side note once again? Yes. yes. Remember that time you said, just give me a short resume. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> 45 minutes later, there was my resume. My 72 page long resume. But that's oh. how this podcast always goes. Yes. We Welcome want it to, to be a natural flow. And like, we don't ever have a plan how it's going to go. And that's why I love it. Cause the Holy Spirit will Takes it take it. And I guarantee you just wait, we will get DMS of random things that you said that you'll think that was really weird that I went there and somebody will be listening and be like, that specific thing. It happens every time. It happens every week. Which Anytime is so we crazy say something that I'm like, that was weird, yeah. then somebody will be like, that one thing. And I'm like, yes. that, that's because oh, I yeah. died to myself and yes. Jesus actually got to speak, which is why it worked. <laughs> Surprise! Here we are once again. Oh my gosh. But we just want to say thank you seriously for being on our podcast i know that like your words are gonna like cammy said like ring true to so many people like exactly when they need to hear it and for me personally i'm just so thankful that you are one of my pastors and have become such a dear friend and it just makes me really happy so Mm. happy (laughs) so guys if you don't have a home church and you live near fort worth come to the house you now have a home it's called your house that's funny and if you come come say hi (laughs) please come hug my neck she won't think you're one of those crazy people Right. She might at first. She might at first, but we all have to go through that stage yes. as a newcomer. No, I didn't think you were crazy. Oh, I love it. I love it because I've never been on that end, like that receiving end of being like, "Thank you, sweet girl. You may go now." No, I remember thinking like, "I hope she's normal. She seems normal." Aww. And well, like- and also being a new person in a new town, it's that feeling of like, "I think we could be friends," but like. I don't want to jump the gun because I need a friend. <laughs> I've done that. Like, where I'm like, oh, maybe you're really cool. And I call and you like, out oh, Maybe I'm just desperate early. for a new friend. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how I call you? Oh, my gosh. We, we met – this is, again, a side note and then we'll end. We met a girl one time that I thought was really cool and I was new to the town. And Amanda, we went and did, like, a class with her. And Amanda was like, yeah, Kimmy, no. I did. I was like, Mm-mm. I don't think this not is your friend. person. And I was like, not what? But Kimmy I, was like, he was like, Amanda, you don't even know her yet. And I'm like, I'm telling you, my discernment said no. My discernment said we can love her from a distance, yes. but maybe not your new bestie. Oh, my God. You need real friends like that. So yeah, that's we why do. whenever you said that, when you're like, I have to, like, feel this out, I have no, like, literally no judgment. I'm like, yep, you yep, do have girl, to feel it out. Well, when we got coffee with you and Tyler, we left there, and I was like, oh, my God, I think I really love them. Like, yes. I want to do this again. Because oh, so I remember, I was like, I don't know, because I never done, anyways. Yes. No, I did. I and messaged I was like, you after I went to the first day, and I was like, her. I want a coffee with both the pastors. Like, I want to know them on a personal level. Like, I was like, because I, I know I love them from stage, but I'm like, I want to know, like, know the them. real, real. Yeah. Yes. I want to know the real, real. Well, I'm so <laughs> thankful for you, Amanda, and you, new bestie, yeah. that I didn't know I led worship. Yeah, oh, I my, do. Yeah. Anyways, I'm thankful for y'all so, Thank so, you. so much. I'm glad you do the podcast because I know that it impacts so many women and your vulnerability You're and so your sweet. courage and your side notes. Yes, yes. side notes. So are like notes. life-changing, life-giving, Thank life-altering. You. Okay, so two things before we leave. One, can you tell our listeners how they can find you on social media? Yeah, good Good luck with my last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm like, can you spell it out for okay. us, please? Lindsay. We'll also tag it. Berto. Yeah. Do I have to spell it? No. L- okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> L-I-N-D. S-E-Y, get ready for this, B-E-R-T-E-A-U. 
It's the crazy Cajun. I was gonna she's say, back. She's back. I'm okay. Better than ever. I was gonna say this is like a this is I really do promise this is our last side note. E A U. Yeah. Okay. So you're a LSU fan. Uh, a diehard. Yeah. Go. Diehard. Diehard LSU. Yes. yes. E A U. Why? Why? Is because it we're that way? Cajun and we do what we want and it's right. It sounds right to me. It Go, makes me excited. Like if you make a roux. Do you know a roux from no, Gumbo? What? Holy no. cow. Y'all don't know roux? <laughs> I don't know. It's a roux. Okay, y'all are coming to my house. I've got to make you gumbo. Y'all don't know what a roux is? No. Okay, well, you spell it R O U X, but it's like what you, it's the base of like half southern dish, like, you know, etouffee or gumbo. Can we come have roux? Well, you don't want to eat roux, but oh. yes. <laughs> you can. She's like, no. Is that like eating broth? Would that be like eating? It's like a eating flour or like a gravy. It's like yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's you know it's a lot harder than it sounds. We'll just come oh, over. I love it. We'll do gumbo. You were giving us so much. We'll Cajun come knowledge. over and we'll do a video about it. Obviously, basics. Our listeners can be like, oh, they're finally eating the roux. Yes, with crockpot cami. Yes. Oh, praise <gasps> God. Crockpot. I need crockpot crock recipes. Yeah, well, so get ready because I think she might make a return. She might be coming back. Yeah. Get excited, guys! Crockpot crock cami coming at you, 2020. <laughs> okay, so last thing, Lindsay. Can you pray us out? I want you to pray. Yes. Just pray over whatever you feel. I'm not going to tell you you're a pastor. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to guide this. I'm not going to guide you this. You just go. You do you. I'll do me like God. I trust God. Yes. <laughs> you do you. I'll do me. I trust God. I'm going to steal that. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Lord, we just, uh, we thank you, God, for the time that we've had together and for um, the, the time that the listeners have had. And I just pray, God, that um, you would solidify things in all of our hearts, Lord. I just um, pray even now that your spirit would just kind of go before us and each person listening, that they would feel an overwhelming sense of your peace, of your acceptance, of your joy. I pray, God, that um, each one of us would experience your love in a new way. And I pray that we would look for opportunities to see you, to know you, to feel you. And God, I pray that you would give us the courage and the boldness to take steps towards our future, towards our calling. God, that you would strengthen us, that we would lean into you and not on our own strength, but God, that we would blindly walk trusting you because we know that you have a plan set out before us. God, we love you so much. I pray that each and every one of us have an amazing rest of our day or an amazing rest of the night. God, I pray that you would bring in strategic relationships. God, I pray for supernatural natural favor, healing, God, over people listening. If there is sickness in the body, if there is cancer, I pray that it would go in Jesus' name and that you would begin to do exceedingly and abundantly above anything that we could ask, think, or imagine because you are that God and we trust you. Help us do us and let people be people yes. and let us trust you. Yes. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We need to close out every Come podcast. On, that I'm got like, me ready for the day. Yes. <laughs> Guys, we love you. We know you're blessed by this episode. We're ready to take on the world. I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.